0: Every single year, I'll meet new realtors who say, hey, I I need to be doing this myself. And as a result of that, I end up doing mortgages for these real estate agents. And you can imagine once a real estate agent has entrusted you with their personal financial information and helping them arrange their mortgage, it's not very hard or an extension of that trust for them to then introduce their clients to you.
1: The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Dion Begg. Dion and I work together on 10 Loans a Month, which is a program to help you recruit realtors. And today, what we want to talk about is becoming a deal creator instead of a deal giver. And so there's a lot of advice out there, certainly in the coaching space that says, hey, if you want to get realtors, go find leads, give them the leads, and then they'll work with you. It is not a scalable solution. And so we want to talk to you today about why you need to become a deal creator. And in particular, Dion has some stuff that is absolutely amazing at creating deals with realtor partners. And so we're going to talk about that. So Dion, welcome to the show, brother.
0: Thanks very much, Scott.
1: So let's talk about a little bit about your background first, because people maybe they don't know who the heck you are. And so why don't we start there and just tell me about when you got into the mortgage space and and your accent?
0: Sure. So uh, I moved to Canada ten years ago from Australia, and uh, in Australia I was a financial planner. And what I learned in my time as a financial planner is that the majority of our wealthiest clients at our firm had created the majority of their wealth through real estate and or they created their wealth through businesses, but held their wealth in real estate. And then uh, when I moved to Canada, I wanted to sort of bring this knowledge uh, over here and sort of start working in the same space. But it was obvious at that point that the North American market didn't have the same kind of appetite for real estate investment that we did in Australia. So that was a, a bit of a challenge, but it also sort of posed an opportunity as to how we could get this information out there And uh, the way that I've done that is to partner with realtors and explain to them how we can get their existing clients to go off and buy more property.
1: Which is an awesome concept and realtors love it. Realtor owners, the owners of the offices love it. And you've done hundreds of presentations on this topic and built a real business around this particular strategy and this concept. So just out of curiosity, because I, I, we've talked about this in the past, but there's a different psyche between somebody in Australia, what they do with a hundred thousand dollars and somebody in Canada. And I ran into a guy at the ski hill, amazingly, he was Australian at our ski hill. It's all Australians working there. And a guy sat down beside me and he's like, Hey, hey, g'day, mate. I don't know if that's how he sound, sounded, but it's like, uh, so we chatted and I asked him this question. I'm like, so what do you guys do for investments? And he said, everybody buys real estate. And if they, you know, they want to own multiple pieces of real estate. If they own one house their goal is to save to buy another one like that's like a first-time buyer that's what their mindset's like so has that been your experience
0: very much so so in australia if a person has a hundred thousand dollars to invest you know i would seriously say eight out of ten of them would likely take that into the property market and buy investment property but if you ask the same thing to most north americans eight out of ten would likely walk that money into their bank and or their financial advisor And hand that money over to them to invest in some mutual funds or or stocks or that that type of thing. So, yeah, that was a very big sort of challenge when I first moved here and a a very different mindset that I had to come across.
1: Right. And so you took that mindset into building your mortgage business here and you've done very well. So this year, do you mind sharing sort of last year how you did in terms of production?
0: Yeah, sure. So for the last couple of years, I've uh, broken just over 60 million a year. Last year was 65 million. Right. 65 million.
1: So put you in the top. I think you sent me, we were chatting back and forth. You said you're in the top 75. And so, and what percentage of your clients have more than one piece of real estate?
0: I would say the majority. So, you know, more than 60 or 70% of them either currently own two properties. That is the principal residence plus one. And those who own one are not content at one and will likely be buying more in the near future.
1: Right. And I know what might be going on. And so if you're listening to this in the back of your head, you may be thinking, ah, those deals are more difficult, but we'll talk about this at the end. But I'm going to argue that when you're about building wealth, the rate becomes not the thing you need to worry about. Like people aren't coming to you saying, hey, I get .001 percent lower rate. They're like, you're showing them how to build wealth through real estate. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, I mean, uh, one of the things that we talk about with our clients is what is their end goal? And um, with many of our clients, you know, their, their end goal is really sort of setting up their kids for their education, building wealth for retirement. And uh, we just kind of work out the numbers and figure out how many properties they need to hit those numbers. Then we put them on a, on a path. So that's the way it generally works out. Right. And just so you guys know where, how I sort of got introduced
1: to Dion. So we have a program called the 10 Realtor Program that teaches you how to recruit realtors. And of course, Dion is always looking for an edge, looking for an angle. He came into the program. And then when him and I had some discussions, I'm like, tell me about how your business, Dion. And I was like, holy smokes, this is amazing. And so I, I actually flew Dion out to Kelowna. We had him present to some of our realtor partners. And every realtor partner was like, oh my gosh, this stuff is amazing. And you really have figured out how to communicate the value of being invested. And my realtor partners were said to me afterwards, they're like, hey... The realtors were saying I need to buy more real estate. So these are people that are in the business that you think would know the value of being, you know, investing in real estate and yet somehow we we make it complicated or confusing. And so the way that you do it is very effective in terms of making people move towards action.
0: Yeah. So it's funny you say that, Scott, because the goal here is to get this information out to the realtor's clients and then have their clients see the light in that, okay, property investment is probably something that they should consider. But in the process of that. Every single year, I'll meet new realtors who say exactly what you said. Hey, I I need to be doing this myself. And as a result of that, I end up doing mortgages for these real estate agents. And you can imagine once a real estate agent has entrusted you with their personal financial information and helping them arrange their mortgage, it's not very hard or an extension of that trust for them to then introduce their clients to you. Right. And the
1: key thing too here is, let's 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 talk about this for a second, because the strategy primarily, that's just a side benefit. Those are not what the goal here is. Talk to me about when you're talking to the average realtor, you say, Mr. Realtor, you have a hundred clients in your database. Break me down the math on that.
0: Sure. So I guess the component of the 10 Realtor program that you and I have worked on is called the Create 5 strategy. And it's called Create 5 because any realtor who takes this information and chooses to implement it into their business can likely create an extra five real estate transactions for themselves in that year. And the way we get there is like this. So for every realtor, let's say for every hundred people that have in their database as a homeowner, and trust me, almost every realtor would have at least a hundred homeowners in their database. All those hundred homeowners, statistically fewer than 10% of those, or 10 of them would actually need to move this year. And of course we would hope that that realtor will get those 10 transactions or 10 sales and then maybe 10 subsequent purchases because those people are moving into homes. And that's great for the realtor. But there's this ignored and dormant 90% of this database. These people own homes. These people have significant equity in their homes. Somewhere, you know, in some cases, anywhere from two hundred dollars to $800,000 in equity. And they're just sitting on what I would call a gold mine. We talk to that segment of the database about how we can answer what I call the, the big three financial questions. And those three questions are, how would you like to learn how to pay off your mortgage in 10 years, pay for your kids' education, or build wealth for retirement? And we we basically explain to them that real estate can be a path to answering these big three questions. If a real estate agent understands this, that's all good and well, but then having them explain it to their client is a totally different thing. So the Mm -hmm. goal is for that realtor to fill a room full of their clients and or better still, Quite often what is the case is we'll talk to a real estate brokerage and have all the realtors bring several of their own clients into a room and then present this information to a room full of 50 or 100 clients.
1: Right. And so there's a couple of different angles that this goes and I'm going to, we'll go down each path independently. So the first one is, is the conversation that you have. And in the program, in our 10 Realtor program, we show you exactly how to do this with the scripting, the literally like paint by numbers, where if you don't understand how to do it, we show you. But so the first path is you talk to a realtor that you have a relationship with. You explain to them that, hey, this is a strategy. We'll give the realtor the scripting so they know what to say, how to get to fill the room. And then from there, what what typically happens? How does that go from there to the broker owner? Walk me through that process.
0: Once a realtor understands this concept, they generally get fairly excited because they can see, well, number one, it's a reason to call their database that is not begging for business. It's actually calling their database, offering them some items of value and also allowing them to have conversations with their clients that they've never had, such as, Hey, would you like to learn how to pay off your home faster and or, you know, pay for your kids education? These are questions that their clients don't expect their realtor to be asking them. But once we get to that point, they get excited and they say, Okay, how do I? get this out to my clients. Well, we we need to fill a room, Mr. Realtor. And generally, these events are better when there's more people in the room. And the goal, and I say the goal should be around 50 people in the room. The best and highest use of our time is talking to multiple clients at the one time. And the Realtor understands that too. But for us to go and present to five people, it's a little bit flat. It doesn't have much energy. And Realtors also understand that because they've we've all been to these types of events where You know, the more people in the room, the better energy and generally the higher conversion. So what we then ask is that warm realtor, that realtor who we may have been working with for several years. We ask for an introduction to their broker owner and or their team leader. And then we explain the concepts to them. Once they get it, they're generally happy to introduce or allow us to attend a brokerage meeting, be it one of the weekly or monthly brokerage meetings where there'll be 10 or 20 realtors in the room. And we explain the concepts to this room of, say, 20 realtors. Now, at that point, it's really not that hard for each realtor to bring five or 10 people to an event. And then we could have some significant events of, you know, one, 200 people at a time.
1: Right, and you you have done like so many of these, it's not even crazy, but walk me through the typical numbers. So somebody follows this strategy. Okay, they start with the realtors they know, they fill a room, they get 100 people show up. What does the math look like on that?
0: Yeah, so if we get 100 people show up, I'd say the vast majority of those people are going to be couples. And what that means is, There's really not 100 sort of selling opportunities in the room. There's really closer to 50. And then of those 50, at the end of the presentation, we have a a form, which is again, part of the resource pack that's part of the program, a form that they will fill out to express interest in a free consultation. And we would convert about half of those off to a form. So 125 completed forms. And then of those 25 forms, we would then be calling those clients over the next week or two after reviewing their documents and information and determining whether they qualify. Some of them will and some of them won't, but for the numbers that I've seen, uh, we generally will convert another half of those. So half of the people who come in and write their names on that piece of paper will then convert to an actual transaction in the next 12 months. So uh, we're looking at around 12 or 13 deals. So if you look at it this way, 100 becomes 12 or 13 deals, and they are just assuming that they are purchases, rental purchases, but as mortgage brokers, Often we have to restructure their existing financing in order to buy more property. So it often leads to multiple transactions. So Uh, it's
1: 13 for the agents, but it can turns into 20-ish for you because there's going to be opportunities to access equity as well.
0: That's right. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. and, and often the case, you know, we want to really get that refinance done properly to maximize their line of credit so that, you know, after the first property is purchased, maybe that line of credit still has capacity of another couple of hundred grand. And we can then in a the future month or year help them go and acquire more property.
1: And so I'll go back to the, this concept of, you know, hey, to get realtors to do business with you, give them a lead. The problem is with that strategy is that you can't get realtors to fill a room for you because you, the value you're bringing is, is that. So let's say, for instance, in my scenario is I give a lead to a realtor. Soon, anytime I've done this in the past, i have been doing this for 13 years, that realtor will not share me with anybody. Because to him, I'm a lead source, and if he shares me with someone else, now all of a sudden he's got to share those leads. With the strategy that what we're talking about, if you become a deal creator, what happens is is that you were at a conference, you sent me a video of this, you're talking to 120 agents, and owners love this. You're talking to 120 agents, you sit down at a table of six people at different companies... And walk me through what happened there. These are all technically competitors, and how they're working together to
0: help both of you build your business. Yeah, that's right. So this particular event, it was a multi branded event. There was actually a team of, uh, of two realtors who've been selling for over twenty years together. And again, funnily enough, and we've spoken about this, Scott. You know, they've never thought about in their twenty years of selling real estate, never thought about approaching their existing database about buying more real estate. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is, you know, just funny for me because you know you've been in the business that long. Surely there'd be opportunities there. But anyways, we, we sat down, we chatted. They explained that they had a, a tight network of other friends, not all of whom work at their brokerage. In fact, we're talking across, you know, Century 21, Remax, Royal LePage, pretty much all of them. What happened is that led to a meeting in the following week with six realtors, all from different brands. And, uh, they've basically combined forces. Each of them are going to bring their own clients to this event. They're not worried that the other realtor is going to steal their client because the information that's coming is really directed to their client and it's, it can be executed by any realtor. But of course, they'll deal with the realtor who's brought them to the event, who's given them you know, the chance to hear this information. So we're, we're going to have an event in the next couple of weeks. I'll send you a video of that for sure. We're going to have somewhere between one and two hundred people at that event.
1: Right, and so here's the the crazy part is is that the realtors aren't worried about you know the other realtors in the room because they bring their own best clients. The realtors are filling the room. Who pays for all this, by the way? Who pays for the, the whole thing to
0: happen? Yeah, so the realtors usually see the value in what we're offering, and they cover the cost of everything. In fact, realtors sometimes ask, "Well, what, what's your cost? You uh, know, how they much- want to
1: pay you, so they want to pay you to fill a room with their clients, so that you can do twenty mortgages." Which is absolutely bonkers. So now in our program, we show you exactly how to do this step by step. We give you the scripting, how to modify it for your market. But the cool thing is that once you understand how to do this, you actually use this on one on phone call. So it's just a regular client. Uh, Walk me through how you're able to turn some of this strategy into two deals just on a one phone call.
0: Sure. So um, all of us would likely get calls from existing clients or potentially new clients at time of renewal. And at time of renewal, people are looking for best rate. So we often just, what I'll do at the start of that conversation is I'll give them exactly what they called for and give them the best potential product and, and rate for their refinance. And once that conversation is finished, I ask them the next question, which is, look, you know, you're calling me, obviously, concerned about interest rates. And I guess what you really want to do is just pay the least amount of interest to the bank over the course of your mortgage. They'll, of course, say yes. And then I'll ask them, look, would you mind if I share with you what a lot of our other clients are doing in order to pay off that mortgage faster, and in many cases, in ten years or in half the time that you're on track to, it. and that then leads to a conversation of you know the ability for, because these people who are calling at renewal time they have equity, almost all of them have sufficient and significant equity, and that can lead to a conversation of how we can now take access of their equity to buy property. We talk about historical growth in their particular neighbourhood and how they could take that equity to effectively double their net worth in the next 10 or 15 years, depending on the timeline.
1: Mm-hmm, right. And again, this for you, coming from Australia, where this is just normal, just like in Canada, it's normal to have to shovel your driveway uh, okay. pretty much everywhere you live. It's in Australia, the, the psyche is that real estate is makes sense. The cool part is, is that you can apply it to the One Realtor partnerships. You can apply it to large offices. What's the largest group of real estate agents that you have spoke to where you've had an opportunity to speak to?
0: So as of today, it's five hundred, and tomorrow I'm speaking to a group of six hundred.
1: Right. So just think about that. What like what does your business look like in the next twelve months? If you have information that you can share, that realtors are actually excited. The and these invitations are coming. By the way, they're not coming. Who's getting you in front of these realtors? Like who's
0: they're mostly broker owners and also even uh, real estate boards. So if you get proficient at this presentation, maybe you can approach the real estate board in your region and see if uh, they'd be willing to put you up as a as a presenter on their schedule
1: as well. Right. And so the amazing thing is, so don't compete on interest rate, compete on strategy, show people how to genuinely build wealth. And I know that when I saw your stuff, I came home and said to my wife, I'm like, we, we need to buy more real estate. Like I said, the exact same thing I was like. And the way that you've, after hundreds of presentations, been able to refine it down to a very simple language that the average person can understand. And you do, you know, we show you how to eliminate all the objections about cash flow and things that people are going to typically have. We show you how to do that so that when they're done, they're like, this just seems, if I can qualify, this seems like something that I should seriously consider. It doesn't mean they're all going to do it, but certainly the numbers show us that the people are excited about having more than one property.
0: Yeah. I mean, the goal of that presentation when, when the clients come is for them to leave the presentation now knowing why people invest in real estate. And also having them question whether they're doing the best they can with what they have with their financial resources. And I paint some pretty clear pictures in the presentation which show them what they're doing with their money, what they could be alternatively doing in the world of real estate. And the numbers are starkly different. We're talking to the tune of, you know, if they're investing for retirement in this particular vehicle or for their children's education in this particular vehicle and run alongside that, you know, what they could be doing with real estate the numbers are generally somewhere between 5 and 700% greater in the world of real estate. Mhm. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: So, if you're, you know, listening to us and you're like, okay, this sounds interesting, what's the next step? So the best thing to do, go to 10loans a month, you can book a call with our team, we'll chat with you. We have a program very specific. This is just one piece of our program by the way. We have other, we have multiple strategies that are re- designed around specifically around recruiting realtors. That's it. We don't teach you how to like, you know, it's not deal placement, it's not underwriting support. It's the only thing we focus on is recruiting realtors. And so this is one piece of it. And we have some other stuff that's fantastic. So go to 10 Loans a Month, book a call, chat with our team. If, if We will let you know. If it's not a fit for you, we'll tell you. We'll say, hey, look, you know what? Based on where you are, we don't think this would be a good fit. Uh, but if it is a good fit, we would definitely invite you into our program. And Dion, I'm excited about what we, we've got cooking here, brother. And I know that you've got some more big plans in the next few months to, okay. you to expand and uh, grow. And just so how much real estate do you currently own? So because it's one thing to be like, you know, you meet the financial advisor who has hardly any RSPs. Right. So, you know, you're like, "What do you do with your money?" Or well, they don't, you know. So, what are you doing with your own uh, investments?
0: Yeah. So, we own uh, nine properties, just about to close in our tenth, and uh, combined, that'll be 17 units because a lot of them are duplex type setups. Right. And so
1: one of the things that you, with you and I've talked about in the past, is owning real estate for each of our children because real estate's becoming very expensive. And oh, yeah. like what you said, the middle class, when they get out of school, they can't even afford to enter the property market mm-hmm. and so most parents are giving maybe a little down payment but they're still kind of screwed and the the smarter plan that the strategy is to own some real estate that that continues to appreciate that you can then say hey this is going to be my condo for one kid this you know or whatever type of property it is for each of the different children so you've done that as well right
0: yeah so i mean one property purchased today and held for say 20 years based on historical growth and you know that's all we have to go off history on average will result in somewhere between 700 Thousand to $1, 000, 000 on a million dollars on on a start price of say five or six hundred. So what that means is, if if we're in a position where twenty years from now we're able to gift our children seven hundred thousand dollars, then that should be more than enough for them to take some for education, as well as a, a large chunk for the down payment on a property that they actually want to live in. And what we all see every day in, in our world as mortgage brokering is first time home buyers are uh, going to the bank of mom and dad. But bank of mom and dad really means that the mom and dad are eating the equity in their own home, you know, getting a line of credit on the, the thing that provides them shelter. Mm-hmm. And while that's, you know, that's noble and that's a very, good, very nice thing for them to do, I would much rather them have a separate property that doesn't impact their lifestyle to be able to still give that to their children.